It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And you will never know. What I feel, what I need from you, no. And you will never know. I will never show. What I feel, what I need from you. You just listened to You Will Never Know by Imani from The Shape of a Broken Heart record. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a special edition of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys, or you can become a fan on Facebook. Look up Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. Also, now I'm on Instagram. Check me out, Saturdays with Joy Keys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are past a million downloads. Wow, could not have done that without your support. So I just want to say thank you. Today is a pre-recorded interview. I had a special opportunity to speak with French soul singer Imani in Paris, France. So I hope that you enjoy the interview. But unfortunately, you will not be able to ask questions. Thank you. So uh, this is Joy Keys, and, and this is Imani. Hi. Hi. Say hi. <laughs> Sorry. So um, tell me, how did you start in music? Were you a baby and you just were playing drums and singing? Is there somebody musical in your family? How did you start in music? Um, I don't know if I was a baby and, and start drumming. I, I, nobody ever told me that, so I don't think so. But uh, no one in my family was musical. It was something that I had it in me. I really wanted to sing. Um, but it took me a while uh, to just figure it out, uh, to have some of the courage, you know, to, to do it. Because, you know, when, when you're not from music, you have to learn everything. And I didn't have the... Um, parental um, support, I guess. Uh, so it's only when I got in New York that I started to talk to musicians and started, you know, to learn what it is that we call music. But And also I had a big complex about my voice, so I didn't think that someone with a such a, a typical voice as, such as mine could sing, really. So it took me a while to overcome all of that, you know. Um, so you were, before I know, modeling with Ford, and how did that start? Somebody saw you, or you went out to Ford and said, I want to model, take me? Uh, no, 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 I was, um, I was in the subway when uh, a modeling scout stopped me, which happens really often. It's really not a fairy tale. No, no, I, lot, I know a lot of models that were stopped in, uh, in the mall or, you know. Um, and at the time, I was in high school. And when my friends were trying to apply, apply for, uh, you know, part-time jobs at, you know, McDonald's and stuff like that, you know, someone stopped me and asked me if I wanted to be a model, and I thought it was a better option. Yeah. Definitely better option than McDonald's. So how long did you model, um, and where did you go with the modeling? Where were you able to travel? 
Well, I started at 17, and I, I want to say maybe I stopped around 27, so it was 10 years of that, and I went everywhere. I started in Paris, but then a few years after that, I went to New York, but I lived a little bit in Italy, you know, uh, in Rome, and uh, but I and then at some point I, I, I based myself in New York for about seven years. Did you find any difficulty being a, a black model modeling in the industry, or do you feel like you were treated the same? Well, I think we are treated the same, but it is more difficult to get jobs just because uh, they don't have that many jobs for black girls. I think it's changing, because yeah. now I see in magazines and stuff that big, big brand that would never use um, black girls do now. And now there's, there, 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 there are about two or three, even sometimes four black girls in the runaway shows. Yeah. Even in Paris. Wow. I know they were talking about a lot of uh, Asian models now in the industry. Do you see that coming in Paris or around the globe? There's probably a little bit more. I, I wouldn't say a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it's a big statement. Okay. But I think there's still less Asian than there is blacks. There's more blacks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it, was, it wasn't that we were treated differently on the job. We were tr treated the same, I mean, okay. as, far as, for, for, as far as I can say. But um, it's just there was less job. And uh, modeling is a very hard job anyway. Even for those who work really well, it's a very hard job. I would never, if I had a daughter, I wouldn't say. <laughs> no, if she wanted to be a model, I'll try to tell her that's probably not a good idea. She'll do what she wants. But at the end, honestly, I don't think it's such a great job for women's self-esteem. I think, especially because we started at such a young age where you be so impressionable. Yeah, and also we're trying to build ourselves. Right. And so you're building yourself, yourself against people that ask you, um, how much do you weigh? Mm. Uh, what's on your face? Don't dress like this. Don't dress like that. Don't say this. Don't say that. And it's difficult. And then this is what's going to be a part of your womanhood uh, a few years later. Yeah. And I think it's more negative than positive, even though... Yeah. Had a good yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, no, I had a good experience overall, but if I had to do it all over again, I probably would choose another route. I, I don't think I would have been a model. Now, in terms of the music, you said you had a difficulty coming to it and trying to get yourself geared up because of your voice. Who were your stars? Who did you look to as a model for yourself? As a model? As a singing model for yourself? Uh, as a model, uh, no, no one. <laughs> um, I, I think I, I probably would have been a better model if I lacked the job. And I always thought, it's maybe arrogant to say that, I always thought I was too smart for that job. So all the thing, I just thought I was bored. A lot, um, you know, you use really 5% of your brain. Mm. That is it, you know. So you're bored most of the time, especially when you like to be challenged. Yeah. You like to, so as a singer, I'd say that I was influenced. Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman was someone who woke me up where I was, okay, because I thought it was a boy at first. Okay. You know, I heard it on the radio. I heard Tracy Chapman. You know, Tracy could be a boy. You know, and she has this very masculine voice, and I really thought she was a boy. And when you look at the cover of the first album, it, you know, it's not obvious. And then one day someone told me that it was a woman, and so that I thought, you know, that I found someone similar to me, you know, and 
she was a superstar in Europe, a superstar. And I thought, you know, oh, wow. So you could actually have <laughs> a voice like that and have a career. Yeah. So it, it was my first wake-up call. Uh, you know, Michelle Indigayo Cello, she has a very deep, uh, husky voice. Right. Um, but the funny thing is, when I talk to her, she has a high voice. But um, So do you listen to her music at all, or are there any other singers? Yeah, I like her music. I, I, I came to come across her music later, though, because uh, uh, Tracy Chapman, it's more my days, I'd say, because um, 89, you know, I was 10. and um, But I listened to her music, her album, Bitter, is a really good album. Uh, I was a fan for a while. You know, after, I, I think um, she changed direction and I didn't follow, I'd say. I'll be there to comfort you Build my word of dreams around you I'm so glad that I found you I'll be there when the love that's strong I'll be your strength I'll keep holding on Let me fill your heart with joy and laughter Togetherness is all I'm after Whenever you need me I'll be there How about any other foreign influences? Because your family, uh, you were born in France, but it's uh, Comoros, is that the correct um, pronunciation? Any uh, uh, African, uh, Latin musicians, Asian musicians? Asian musicians? <laughs> no. Um, let me think. Well, you know, there's always uh, the, um, how do you call it? Comment dit le folklore? Um, the traditional, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> the, tradi <laughs> the traditional, there is always the traditional music from where I'm from that I, you know, I, I, I grew up listening to, so it is part of my influences. Um, and African music or even Creole music are part of the black community, you know, music culture here. So um, uh, there's always, I don't have any uh, specific group or band or but you know I can recognize the song and be like oh I like this song you know mm -hmm. but um I, I, I have to say that uh, very at a very young age I was very attracted to the English and American you know music pop music yeah now on the album you do sing one song it's uh, in English and in the Comoros Comoronian was that your decision did somebody say oh let's do this or you just thought oh I, I think this is a good idea no, it was my decision. I didn't plan on it. We were writing the song, and then we had um, the space for the, the verse. And for some reason, a Comorian came to me, and I just thought it was the best uh, the best idea. And and I still I still do. <laughs> now your first album, you have a lot of love and a lot of pain. Is that something personal or just? Oh, let me try this. No, some of it is. Some of it is uh, from people from around me. You know, a song like Where Have You Been never happened to me. But when I wrote that song, you know, uh, about this girl that uh, has had enough and put her man uh, in the streets. Mm, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of women can relate to that. Right, exactly. And when I wrote it, I was like, okay, 
But I said, what Tina Turner would say. Tina Turner is a good influence also for me. It's a big influence. And, okay, so what would she say? And so I, I wrote a song from that. Yeah. But you can't relate. I can't relate. Everybody can't relate to the fact that, you know, I've had enough. Now you need to go. I don't care if it's late. Uh, you got to go. It's, uh, it's a question of... Uh, your own sanity. Yeah. I'm a fire sign. You are the sign. I know you and I will never fly. We already tried a million times. I know the alibis of all your crimes. But I could say, please, 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 please. You'll never change, 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 change. I could say please, 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 please. It will be the same, 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 same. The some of the songs uh, country, very country sounding. Um, is there country music that you listen to? It was odd to for me to uh, hear country music from a French uh, black person. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Uh, it wasn't my. It wasn't my plan to do country. I do love country. Like, what I like about country, not all the music, but, I, I, like, I'm a fan of um, Dodie Parton, for instance, yeah. because I think she's a great songwriter, and she has a way to put pain into words mm. like no other. Yeah. And uh, and it's a very feminine uh, perspective, too. And I can't always say that I'm always, I always agree with her, because sometimes it's very needy and, uh, you know, it's anti-feminist, I'd say. But... Uh, there's a melancholy in the country music that I like, that I that I see, and um, maybe when we produced the song, we we didn't do it intentionally, mm. but you heard it because it's your culture. I mean, it's American music. Yeah. Um, but we didn't say, okay, we're gonna do a country song. Mm-hmm. You know. Some of the influence also is some Latin um, music. Uh, do you listen to Latin music or Spanish music here, or just? A mishap. <laughs> it, well, it's probably a mishap. I don't really listen to uh, Latin music. Okay. Um, but the music scene in France is very multi- multicultural because, you know, it's a small country in the middle of Europe right. where, you know, there's many people. So it's not like I grew up listening to it, but I heard yeah. a lot of it, you know. So influences comes from everywhere without you knowing really where they're from. So sometimes it's not my idea, but sometimes a guitar player come with, you know, um, an idea, and it's kind of Latin, and it works. So we keep it, you know. Be different uh, for um, this movie, for instance. We went to Dakar, Senegal. We went to a few residents, or writing residents, we call it, uh, writing sessions where we 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 leave for two weeks. All about, and, <laughs> okay. and uh, sometimes it's longer. And uh, all we do is write, 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 write. And my producer has this studio where he has the rooms upstairs and a full staff. So you work, you sleep where you work. Okay. So for two weeks you don't see anything but the studio. Wow. But there's no distraction. And usually after two weeks, you know, uh, a working session, we have about eight, ten songs. You know. Um, so it's a good process because it's about like sports. It's like running. Uh, the more you do, the easier it gets. Right, right. But usually I like to be isolated. Um, I like to have my 
spill a cup of tea and uh, but I, I don't have a be better moment it's not the morning or it, it comes to me but I find that if I take my guitar every day something is going to come up because it's like to say say uh, inspiration has to find you working do you play any other instruments other than the guitar um, not really. I mean, I can't really say that I play the guitar because I started two years ago. I so I I I, I go by. <laughs> but um, and the same with the piano because, like I said, I start music really late, so I'm teaching myself. Yeah. And you know, in your thirties, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I I I know enough so I can um, you know compose music. Mm. And then I give it to a much experimented, you know, uh, guitar player, and he does it better. He makes it prettier okay. for for me to present. But I still have a lot to work uh, mm -hmm. on. Yeah. There's a whole lot of women in me. You're wondering what I mean? I see me the good, the bad, and the crazy. I come in many shades and shapes, so don't put up the barricades. I'm not here to make a war But I get crazy sometimes I'm out of my mind I'm out of my mind Nothing can bring me down Keep me sound I won't get home on time So the film, did you get to meet with the other singers? or you just wrote for them based on what you knew about them? Well, actually, the funny thing is we wrote the songs and then we went and looked for singers. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, because, well, here's the thing, because sometimes we don't have the time. And when you have the right song and the right voice, it's going to work. Okay. And so the, the, the hardest part is to find the right song. Honestly, so once we uh, we um, found, found the right songs and that the the, um, the director was happy with them, so we're like, okay, uh, we need to find the, the voice, and it was pretty magical the way it happened because, for instance, for Emily Gasson, she's from Australia. Um, my producer went to a concert and she was opening opening, and so he bought her EP, yeah. brought it to me, and uh, there was that one song. That broke my heart. I was like, okay, we're going to try her out. And the way that we did, we were like, okay, we have those songs. Try to pick two. Okay. The one that talks to you. And uh, we did uh, uh, a tryout in the studio. And there was one. It just sounded like it was her song. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're like, okay, we get, we're going to give it to you. And it was like that, you know. Um, some singers I knew. And uh, I liked their voice. And I did the same thing. And it worked. And... And we became friends, all of us. And um, most of them I didn't even know before, but mm -hmm. because after that we went to Senegal and we did the vocals and everything over there for 10 days. Mm -hmm. You know, it brings people closer. Close, yeah. <laughs> you have to get close. It's fun. Uh, who are you going to collaborate with in the future? Do you see yourself doing an album with another singer, uh, a woman, a man? I don't know, you know. Uh, like I say, I, I, I don't plan things that way. Mm -hmm. um, if it do happen that I come across someone and uh, we, you know, we click and we want to do something together, I could totally do it. Yeah. Right now, um, uh, actually, I'm starting the studio on Saturday uh, for the for my second album. And uh, right now, no, it's just me. <laughs> um, so, um, but I'm 
open to it, you know, I, I want to do art, you know, I want to do beautiful thing, and if it has, it makes sense, then I'll do it, you know. I can see you with some people like uh, Cody Chestnut, um, Ahmad Sultan, he's from Morocco, different sounds, you know, um, but uh, you mentioned earlier about Dolly Parton and feminism, do you consider yourself a feminist? Well, yes, I think everybody should be a feminist because uh, well, feminist is being a humanist. Are you humanist? Yes, you oui, you can say that. Well, because it's nothing more than saying that women have the same right as men. Mm. I mean, to me, it's uh, when, I, you know, there's this movement, the anti-feminist thing on the internet, that doesn't make any freaking sense to me because... They all have moms. Why are they going to be anti-feminist? Well, they're women i mean if you okay it's especially when they say you know i love my husband so i you know i'm not a feminist okay <laughs> uh yes i mean it doesn't make any sense it's like saying uh, i don't know uh, i'm anti um uh, you know hunger world hunger because i eat every day yeah. right. what are you talking about right. you know so i think everybody should be a feminist do you see yourself having problems in the in the music industry because you're a woman? Do you see yourself being treated differently because that, of that? No, it's not that. But um, for instance, for this music, this um, movie soundtrack, I went and looked up for who, how many women have been nominated for the César, which is uh, Oscars. Okay. Never. Mm. So. There is a problem somewhere, yeah. and if you look up the Oscar, I'm pretty sure there's not that many. No, no. You know, you guys have the first uh, female mayor in Paris. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? It's a good thing. I'm pretty sure she's going to be as bad as the, the <laughs> previous one. And I think that's also feminism. You know, women are as incompetent as men when it comes to politics. And it's, you know, uh, and it's a good thing in a way because it's we just... Being human. Right, exactly. We're all human. Yeah. All human. So now, um, in terms of the fame, you have like multi-platinum, Poland, Italy, here. How do you deal with the people coming up to you, grabbing on you, wanting your autograph? Do you get overwhelmed or no, it's okay? It depends on the countries. <laughs> because Italian, for instance, they're very come on, persistent. Mm. So the Italian, the photo, 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 they don't even say hello. Right. Um, and sometimes, you know, after a long tour and you're tired and you just want to be treated like a human being, which is, hi, how are you? Right. It, it gets to you. But most of the time, really, it's part of the job. And um, it's a good thing. Most of the time, people want to have a picture because they like you. Or most of the, in Paris, I, I still take the subway and people that recognize me, they're like, oh, we like your music very discreetly because okay. this is how the people are here. They're yeah. not going to make a big deal. Yeah. And um, it's nice, you know, you go about your day okay. and sometimes stop you and someone stopped you and said that he liked your music. That's pretty nice. Yeah. So you said you're going into the studio Saturday. Yeah. What is the tone of this? Um, because the first one, like I said, love, you have pain. Is it the same thing? Are you a, 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 romantic, a romantic? Well, it is. Well, love is part of life, you know. Love is life. So it's probably not as brokenhearted that the first one okay. and um you know uh the first one was released in 2011 and in between i had a three-year tour uh worldwide uh, i mean we even toured in japan and um and we did the the movie thing 
so I hope you know I I uh, I'm a little bit more experienced, a little bit more mature. I cha- I'm the same, but I, I changed, yeah. and I, I I hope that um it shows in my music basically, okay. and I I, th- I hope uh, what I learn on stage uh, and what I learn off stage is gonna be you're gonna be able to, to feel it. Yeah. That's so on a personal level, how do you maintain uh, relationships? Uh, do you see yourself becoming a mom, having a family in the future? How does that fit in with touring? Uh, yeah, touring is complicated. <laughs> well, you know, um, yeah, if I could be a mom, it would be great. Mm-hmm. But um, you adapt okay. like any other mom, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it's an advantage to be a an artist that can... I work the schedule, you know, if tomorrow I become a mom, I know many artists that are mothers, and they only tour three months a year, and it's spread out throughout the year, so okay. it's not so bad, most of the time, they actually see their children more than regular moms who have like nine to five jobs, you know, so we'll see, you know, we'll see, we'll adapt, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not the worst thing in the world. And I understand life isn't a friend It's so hard sometimes But guess what? You're not the only one The door is shut But so is your mind Slow down Take your time It'll be alright If you decided to get on in terms of your costuming, uh, who chooses that? Do you? You have a stylist? Um, where do you get your style from? Well, usually I dress myself. Uh, I do have a stylist who sometimes help me when I don't have the time. For instance, I have this big party next week. I don't have the time to shop. I call her and I say, okay, do you think you can call one of your contacts and see if you can find me a dress? Mm-hmm. But um, for the stage and for the everyday life, usually it's me. I always liked fashion. When I was in New York struggling to pay the rent, I was a, a, a shopping planner. No. You know, so I, I always liked that, and the fact that the fact that I was French, mm-hmm. I had a lot of clients. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, what uh, advice would you give to young artists? Do they do you think they should be singers, or tell them to go to school and become an engineer? Uh, no, no. I mean, if you want to be an artist, my advice would be to work really, really hard because it's a really, really, really hard job. And um, even when you become a singer, you gotta even work harder. Even when you become successful. This is when it gets even trickier because you think you arrived, but you haven't. Um, and I said that you have to follow your heart. It really, uh, it sounds like a sentence out of a movie, but at the end of the day, that's all you have. You don't have. You got one shot, one life. You can have many lives inside of it, mm-hmm. you know. But <laughs> you can. Yeah. yeah. I told my daughter the same thing. I said, you can be this one day. You can come ten years later, be something else. Five years later, you can do something else. You know, you don't have to just be one thing. There's no limitation. Um, but I was a model, and then before I was an athlete, and, and before I was just a regular teenager, and and now I'm a singer, and I was just a singer, and then and now I'm a writer, a singer-songwriter, and you know, uh, and and I do movie soundtrack. I never thought in a million years that I would do that. 
especially it sound it, it looked so complicated so difficult so out of my uh, reach to 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 do a movie soundtrack but then things happen to you and you you roll with the punches you know so in terms of keeping stable religion do you have a religion uh, do you meditate do you do yoga how do you keep the center that's a good question uh, sometimes I lose the center <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm my religion I'm a Muslim um, but if I am honest every morning I write three pages my meditation comes through writing and so my conversation with God is with this three pages every morning uh, and then I find that when I don't do it then I become you know um, stress. stress right cranky Difficulty. exactly <laughs> for no reason mm. and the three pages help me get centered and you know at the end of the three pages you know I can I can always start oh I suck you know <laughs> what am I doing <laughs> and what I you know I, 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 I at the end the last part I always make a point and say okay you suck today it's all right <laughs> but don't forget that you work hard don't forget that you have this this and that so then you, you I end up in a very positive note and it really helps because at the end of the day it's true maybe today you suck but at the end on a universal level you have so much more for yourself and so I try to hang on to that yeah well for example who knows you're gonna direct a film one day well who knows I know. <laughs> So, I mean, at this stage, you still feel unsure? You still have doubts somewhere with all this fame? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, the other day, someone stopped me. It was an actress, a known actress, and she said, oh, I love your music. And I was still shocked that she knew my music. Mm. So, but, you know, I think doubts are, are healthy as long as they don't cripple you, you know? Um, because at least it helps you stay uh, focused. Mm. I, I have a lot of work to do. Um, I have a lot of things to learn. There's a lot of things I don't know how to, to do. There's a lot of things I wish I, I, I know how to do, and all I have to do is start working on it. So, and I think you never get rid of your complex, really. You still have them. You just learn to, to live with them. Do you get nervous before you get on the stage? Yes. Yes. Uh, oh my God! So what do you do? Jumping jacks? You breathe? Oh no, you drink water? I don't want to come all sweaty on stage. <laughs> Jumping jacks? No. Um, no, usually yes. I, there's one thing that I do. I try to stay um, on my own for a little bit, and then we go on stage. And usually the musician uh, start before me. They started to do the um, the intro. So it's really something really simple, but I always talk the first sentence that I'm going to sing. Because singing is really the same mechanism as talking. So it just relaxes me. So as long as I can talk the sentence, I'll be able to sing it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and then sometimes I, I ask for my gods to help me. So I'm like, okay, give me the power of Tracy Chapman tonight. Give me the power of Tracy Chapman. I'm super serious. And then I go and I got the power of Tracy Chapman. But sometimes it changes. Sometimes it's not Tracy. Sometimes it's other people. Sometimes it's just people that I know from my family that I find could be an inspiration of the day. And so I ask for their power and it, 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 it is given to me and I go and I do. How is your family taking this? Are they supportive or not supportive? I see your sister helps you. Does anyone else? Well, um, 
Yeah, my little brother is my assistant. <laughs> he goes to school and then he's my assistant. Um, um, my family, they're very supportive now, you know. I, I think at first they were not because, I mean, my parents especially, because they were scared. Like a lot of parents, they were scared because, you know, you say I want to be an artist, so basically you're saying I want to be a junkie. <laughs> I'm going to starve, no money, no house. Right, and uh, I think, uh, you know, they were from a different culture, but then they see I can pay my bills and I have a decent living, living mm -hmm. you know. It's enough for them, I guess. That's good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for willing to do the talk today. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Hata. <laughs> Wazaze tabu Waona Eshelea Zenjema Zahao Wakubali leo Tilinde maudu With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.